and welcome to the TMZ Swift Tea Podcast. I'm Melanie Miller. And I'm Christina Cavallari. Welcome back, Swifties. We missed you. We missed you. We got a lot to talk about today. So we're going to start with Taylor Swift's breaking news of the week. We've got some new videos that have resurfaced since the Super Bowl. We're going to have a special guest in, Eric Colley, to chat about the recent Taylor Swift and Kanye discussions this week. He's our in-house music export expert. Um, we do have a Travis update. We'll bring you the latest on what we know from the Chiefs parade um, for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a Spotted, where Taylor Swift is now, which is exciting. And fun fact. <laughs> now it's exciting because she's finally in Australia? Yeah. Is that what you're it trying is. to say? Yeah, it's, it hasn't been exciting this whole time for me, even though I'm not going, but we'll get into that. Okay. We also have a new segment. We do. We hear you. We're listening. We read your comments. We see what you're saying. And we're going to highlight one today. Yeah. A few today. A few today. A few today. And uh, we also have a quick fun fact for you. Exactly. Um, and please make sure you like, follow, subscribe to Swifty so you can keep up to date and not miss any episodes. We'd love to chat to you twice a week. And we can you can watch us on YouTube if you want to see our our little Swifty home. Yes, it's really cute. It's cute, 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 cute. cute. And okay. we have new, we have merch. We have not merch, but we have our Swifty cards. It's new. Oh! Oh, look so at us. Check us out on YouTube and see our Swifty cards and our Swifty mugs that we were given. Shout out Erin yes. Cotton, Charlie Cotton's wife. If you don't follow TMZ, that's uh, our in-house Australian camera guy's wife. Thank you, Erin. The, the original Australian at TMZ. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I can say that. I don't know if there's other Australians that came here before Charlie. <laughs> so. Moving on. Great. Okay. All right. Let's get into our Taylor Swift breaking news of the week. This is the gift that keeps on giving. Nobody can stop talking about this. We haven't seen this kind of behavior from Taylor Swift since Calvin Harris. And I would say, like, we got some... A lot of people online are saying that basically they feel like we are on her Instagram close friend stories. Mm-hmm. She posted Travis Kelsey on TikTok. 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 <laughs> She posted Travis Kelsey on TikTok, not Instagram, no. very interesting, uh, of the after party at Zook Nightclub after the Super Bowl saying, uh, I, we, I was told this was a friends and family party, flashes like a giant party at Zook Nightclub, cuts to her parents, drinking, her dad's like drinking a beer, they're looking very parenty, and then <laughs> cuts to herself looking very awkward and uncomfortable. Like, she's watching a sex scene in a movie with her parents. Yeah. She also posted it on YouTube as well, though. Interesting. Mm. So interesting that she chose those two platforms. I think what she's saying, because she has the comments turned on on TikTok, she does not have her comments turned on on Instagram. I think she no longer feels comfortable or a safe space on Instagram. Okay. But I do find, I find in general, the comments on TikTok are nicer. Definitely. And YouTube. 100%. The comments on Instagram, people just... Savage. Fucking hate you. No shade. Um, We also got new footage and the sound from Taylor on the field. What did you think, though, before we get into that, what do you think about about her posting Travis Kelsey? This is her... Her first time. This is basically their hard launch. Yeah, this is an official hard launch. We always... We knew they were together. I mean, since the photos came out. We heard them say, I love you, but this feels 
This feels like... This is now Taylor affirming this is a real boyfriend. I actually don't think that. I think this is a Taylor affirming that this is her endgame. Okay. That he's she's here to posted stay. before about people. Sure. But we haven't... She hasn't posted... She never posted about Joe Allen, really. No, but Calvin. Calvin. But we saw her go into a, a, a great hideaway. Mm-hmm. Never speaking really or showing her face for two years. Ooh, it was COVID as well. Yeah, but that was before COVID. Oh, oh sorry. We're talking about way back. Yeah. Way, way back. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, and I, I don't know. I think this is her, her, because everyone's talking about is this Travis, is Travis Kelsey endgame? And I think this is her saying, I think he is. In fact, it is. So many other videos surfaced this week that I think we can safely assume that they both are leaning towards the fact that we are each other's endgame. Okay, tell us more. Well, the You Belong With Me video, that was iconic. The Chainsmokers. The video where the Chainsmokers and like Drew and his girlfriend were talking to Taylor Swift and Travis and basically she said that was the most romantic thing ever. And I want to say that a lot of people online thought that she was getting the ick because she like cheersed her drink when it was like, you belong with me. And then she was like, you belong with me. Like she was like, like had made like a like a funny like er, face. Oh, I thought I didn't think and that was the ick at you, all. You actually sent me a video where somebody was talking about how like did. That wasn't from that video. That was a different video. No. Yeah. Yes. The one That was when she's on the field and he's singing. And that's where she has that smirk. And that's when everyone thought that she's got the ick. Oh, okay. I also saw oh, sorry. a video where she, like people were saying like, oh, is she kind of like, ooh. But clearly she didn't have that reaction. She was no like, this is way. so romantic of him to be screaming at the top of his lungs in a club, pointing at her saying, you belong with me. And then she continues when she's talking to Drew and um, Drew's girlfriend. I want to say Mari. Sorry. The model. Beautiful. Um, and she's like, and then we met in the middle and I was like, what is happening to my life right now? So she's, she's manifested this from that song. And that's what's so great that it was that song because the video clip, it's, you know, the nerdy musician looking out for her crush, which is the football guy winning the game. And that's, that literally what, what like played out. That's the story. It is with that song. And also Drew, I was under the assumption that Travis requested that song, but he didn't. He says in the video that he was leaving the bathroom. Yeah. And Drew didn't even know Taylor was there. Yeah. And he just played it. They're very powerful people. Did you see also online that people are talking about how Love Story, he was at the club, like, singing Love Story, and then cut to a year later, he's dancing to Love Story with Taylor Swift? Yes. We have, oh, the manifestation powers that they possess. Unbelievable. They're bull sorcerers. Um, also want to touch on the other video that came out, the audio where the NFL, the NFL they're one. slowly leaking these videos one by one to keep like attention up. Exactly. And then when she, they're like, I'm in absolute disbelief. You're so magical. And then she also adds, I've never been so proud in my life. She just broke records at the Grammys. But this is when she's never been so proud in her life. Because of the, the way that they should have lost. We're sitting there watching the I game. They should lose. Un- they're not winning. Unbelievable. I don't know what they call it, a Hail Mary in football or something, but that feels like a Hail Mary. It's like a, it's like a term or something. Okay. But she, Travis also goes, which everyone in this office, I am on my last fucking nerve with people in this office saying that, that oh, they shouldn't have, that the, the, they, they clearly don't know what to say to each other, that it's awkward, that... Like, after you win the Super Bowl, you would have said more meaningful things. But they're mic'd up. 
She, she knows Travis has got a mic on. Yeah. They're not going to say what they generally stupid. feel. Yeah. Like, they're not going to let us in on their very private moments. No. That's insane. But the cutest thing I thought was the jet lag. The jet lag was. He goes, I don't know how you don't have jet lag right now. And she goes, jet lag is a choice. I don't believe it is. But Which I took as saying, like, if, like, what are the, what are the things? If, if he wants to, he would. If she yes. wanted to, she would. She would fly across the world, forego jet lag, hype herself up on coffee, energy drinks, whatever, so that she could be there for him. If she wanted to, if he wanted to, they would. They're, they're, they're out there supporting each other. That's... Against all odds. Yeah. They are their crazy schedules. They're a great um, role model for a great relationship. Just showing up for each other no matter what circumstances they're in. I mean, they have obviously the means and the money to do it. They have set the bar too high. Yeah. <laughs> We're all screwed. I mean, jet lag, she probably has a bed in her jets. So Yeah, that's definitely true. Not out here flying economy like me. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm flying in the back of spirit. <laughs> Barely making the... <gasps> I got on a plane last week that the engine the engine uh, went out right before we took off. <laughs> okay, so I love this. This is pretty big news. It is. Travis is planning on being with her all across Europe. Mm -hmm. um, apparently on the podcast, he teased that he was about to go on a little adventure myself over to a little island. Yeah, you think that's going to be Australia. Is that what you said to yeah, me? Yeah, what little island would there be? First of all, Australia is not an island. It's a country. In fact, it's a continent. It literally is an island. It's an island on itself. How, how would you describe it? As a country and a continent. And an island. Mm. Is it not an island? Is it just a little piece of... It's not very big, number one. Number one. Compared to the U.S., it's not very big. And number two, it's surrounded by water. What is a, a, a piece of land surrounded by water? What's that definition if we look that up? <laughs> I would call that an island. <laughs> you have any, anything Wait, to say? Just, you have to cut this bit of me Googling because I just want to know if Australia is considered an island. Good. You, don't cut this bit of you Googling because <laughs> she doesn't know whether the country is an island. And it is. Okay, here we go. Being surrounded by ocean, Australia is often referred to as an island continent. Yeah, that's called an island. So we're both right. <laughs> so, so you're wrong. I'm very wrong. Why is Australia not an island, but Greenland is? Australia is not an island. It's a f continent. Okay, back to Travis. Uh, Jason asks, where are you going? Travis says, the best ones are south. Yeah, they are. Down under? You just know that when Travis gets there, he is going to be running around going, down under! Down under! Oh, he's not. He's going to be like, put another shrimp on the baby! <laughs> you know we don't say shrimp. Very stereotypical. We don't even say shrimp. We say Oh, is prawn. that racist? Stereotypical? Is that is that offensive? I, I mean, I'm not offended by it. Yeah. Like it's, it's a joke that Americans often say. We don't even say shrimp. We say prawns. Yeah. Put another shrimp on the barbie. Mm. Back to Travis. <laughs> it's, it's what I always... Sorry, I'm sorry if I've offended you, Australia. You'll <laughs> be hearing from the comments. Speaking of comments, uh, I would love to get into uh, what I theorized last week, which... Or rather, on Tuesday, which seems to be coming true. Mm -hmm. We had Killa B on TMZ Live. Loved this. He is a producer for Beyonce. He'll produce, ugh, I would call it the song of the year, Texas Hold'em. It's, I have not stopped listening to it. 
oh, I live for yeah. it. I'm loving it. And I know she is going to be at Stagecoach. And I'm going to learn that little TikTok dance and go full hoedown. Uh, I saw on the internet people were calling her um, Yeonce. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, she's in her Yeonce era. Yeehaw. She's in her Yeonce era? Yeah. Oh, this is so good. So, so Killa B, we asked him if Taylor Swift will, there will be a Taylor Swift collab. Mm -hmm. And he responded with, let's just say she's on the approach of shocking the world. So he didn't confirm it. He didn't say anything about it. He's not going to, there's no way he'd deny it. No. But I truly believe in the depths of my soul that we're going to get a collab. The fact that. Like, she at least wrote a song for her. Who did? Taylor. Taylor. Okay. There's no way. It would be the perfect time for a collab to happen. Yes. We did get into, I, um, I made a little joke last week about how maybe Beyonce got the idea of going country because of Taylor Swift. That was a joke. And I, I corrected you quickly after. People got very upset about it and said that, well, you corrected me by saying. Black artists basically created country music. And a theory that uh, uh, is running around the internet right now is that Renaissance One was electronic, which house music. Yep. So that was, so she, she's basically um, paying homage to the sounds that black artists created and electronic house, house. Yep. So that was basically pioneered by black and queer artists, then country. And then they think act three will be rock, which is unbelievable. Yep. And she's done rock before. Like she worked with Jack White. And he helped, he produced the song. Um. So people are very <laughs> upset on the internet about uh, your comment. And, uh, uh, I think it was your comment. Oh, I think it, they're both. The people from both sides. Oh, I see what you mean. Yes, sorry. Yes, there was another side against So me. we did a little deep dive. A quick Google search says uh, that country was first produced in the 1920s um, and that Jimmy Rogers was the first country star. However... We went even further. We, we didn't went just further. stick to the first website that comes up on Google because there are many that Correct. came up. Uh, country music is said to have started. Uh, it basically derived. It, it, it extends past the 17th century. Yep. And derived from blues and folk music. Um, a, a big a big artist that, that started it who are black, Leslie Riddle and Rufus T-Top Payne influenced the music of country, uh, the the Carter family and Hank Williams, which are white people. So black artists influenced uh, country music that became popular in the 1920s. It also came from the banjo, which is originally from West Africa as well. So all that's to be said is... Yes. It started way before the 1920s. And black artists were at the... At the helm of it. Yes. Now we can move on from that. Everyone can freak out again, I'm sure. I'm sure we will see it in your comments. So we'd like to bring on a special guest, uh, Eric Holly, our TMZ expert on all things music. Um, a lot of Swifties think that Kanye West's uh, music is going to overtake Beyonce. So Swifties are rallying to stream Texas Hold'em. Um, and Kanye has seen this and he's addressed it on his own Instagram and he's said a, a quite a long caption, but I'll just pull out a few lines. Mm. It says, 
When I said that I'm the new Jesus bitch, I wasn't even thinking about Taylor Swift. He's constantly thinking about Taylor Swift. He brought her up in our interview with Charlie Cotton. Um, And then he says, this reminds me of the mistreatment of my people because of the color of our skin. Remember, I was on Taylor's side when Scooter bought her masters behind her back. She and Beyonce are big inspirations to all musicians. We always say how both sell out tours and movies. This is my favorite part. Also, I'm sure I've been far more helpful to Taylor Swift's career than harmful. Again, this goes back to her 1989 Grammy acceptance speech where she says people are going to try to take credit for your accomplishments. He also goes on to say to all Taylor Swift fans, I am not your enemy. Um, I'm not your friend either, though. LOL. Oh, Eric. We've got Eric. Um, we are interested in if you know anything about how Kanye West said that uh, there was like $500 million divvied up between Taylor Swift, Kanye West, Beyonce, the big artists. Yeah, I don't know exactly what he was talking about there. I don't think Spotify just says like, here's half a million dollars or half a billion or whatever. And just you guys figured out amongst yourselves. The uh, thing that people have with the streaming services is that now like very, very small artists don't make anything until they hit a certain threshold. Because basically those artists are making money off of the bigger artists bringing in the income. Yeah. But obviously I'm sure Taylor Swift is bringing in more money than just about anybody. She had 26 billion streams on Spotify last year, which is a one-year record for anybody. It's insane. I think she has the second most followers after The weekend. Wow. Uh, or, Who's first? She had the second most listeners. Uh, the weekend is number one. Oh, he still? Has, he has the most monthly listeners. Yeah. And remember, this is also global, not just the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, I don't know how Kanye thinks like he and Taylor are just splitting up the cash. <laughs> I kiss them. I don't think that's the case. And if they did, she would get more than he would. Um, is she still beating Kanye West in the charts? Easily. Easily. How- it's, I always, it's funny that, you know, I, I've heard so many people say when the whole VMA thing happened 15 years ago, you know, they were saying that, oh, Kanye made Taylor Swift famous. That's how people found out who she was. Which, one, obviously makes no sense because she was winning an award that night, so she was already kind of famous. But uh, Taylor's lowest-selling album, lowest-certified album, is still higher than Kanye's highest. So literally every single one of her albums is more successful than every single one of his. Wow. Wow. But how how much more successful is, say, her lowest album to Kanye's highest album? I mean, it's still... maybe, Maybe those are closer. And uh-huh. it's hard, you know, also her newest albums, maybe, you know, the, well, I was going to say 1989, the, the Taylor's version might be lower because it's the newest release. And it's still higher. But that album's already several million. So maybe that's slightly lower than Kanye's peaks, but his albums weren't selling like 10 million copies back in the day. So. Wow. She's, she's, she's real big. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, Kanye. You got a response? I think what also uh. what else is interesting <laughs> is that despite all of like their long history and their many differences, they are aligned on that one topic of how artists are reimbursed. Right. That's something I think a lot of artists have in common, even the, the biggest artists, the people who do make a lot of money from streaming and very few of them actually do. Uh, but yeah, there's a point in their, in their careers where they weren't and they understand it's hard to make money, you know, uh, other than Taylor who can sell vinyl. Most artists don't sell physical albums anymore. There's not money coming in from that. So the only way they can make money is touring. But if you're touring and you don't have songs people know, they're not going to go see you. So you've got to, it's very hard for artists to make money these days. Yeah. 
Well, thank you so much, Eric. We really appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks for having me. Oh, Eric, you have a music podcast coming out, don't you? We do. Charles and I, Charles Ladabodier and I will be doing a show called Get to the Hook that is premiering soon. So it's going to be super nerdy music conversations and we have some some good laughs too. So check it out. I love it. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So we're going to get into our Travis update. Um, this is obviously a very tragic situation that happened at the Kansas City Parade, which is obviously a celebratory event for the Kansas City Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. Um, and a shooting took place. The most recent um, news we have is that there were 23 victims. One person was killed and half are younger than 16. Yes. And it was a 40-year-old woman. Yeah, that was a a huge Chiefs fan. Um, So a lot of controversy has come out after this revolving around Travis Kelsey. Mm -hmm. Uh, We got a photo of him going out after the shooting happened. this he tweeted about yeah so he's he's already tweeted at this point and he said i am heartbroken over the tragedy that took place today my heart is with all who came out to celebrate with us and have been affected kc you mean the world to me and the next thing we see of travis is him walking down the street into what appears to be a private party for the chiefs holding a Coors light can taking a photo with a cop um it's been a lot of feedback from the internet, some people are saying no problem with him supporting first responders who were likely there today and eating with teammates, leave them all alone. Another person said, not a good look in my opinion for him a few hours after a person was killed and others wounded. Um, and then finally, another comment was the team should make visits to the hospital. That is sort a great of- great idea. That's what I was expecting because, because we know that Travis is probably heading down south to see Taylor on tour. I thought he would put that off for a little while, be with the team. Um, the team would visit people at the hospital. Well, he might still. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. But but a good assumption, rather than continue to party through the night, I assumed they would come out as a team. They would visit the hospitals of the people that were there to support the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. A lot of the players have spoken out and a couple of them have actually helped victims. Jackson Mahomes, who's um, Patrick Mahomes' brother, oh, apparently was on scene trying to calm a young child that couldn't find his parents. Devastating. Um, Brittany Mahomes has spoken out. It's, I don't know. A, a, he was obviously very, very drunk at the game. Everyone was having such an exciting time, having so much fun. They were singing on stage. It was hilarious. Like they were holding Travis up. They were interacting very closely with fans they at felt the parade. So safe to go up to fans, to hug them, to thank them for celebrating with them. Somebody threw Travis like a uh, like some sort of liquor mini bottle. He drank it. They were like high fiving people. 
It's just, uh, 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 we talked about this earlier but in in the office, but also Brittany Mahomes had said that Super Bowl parades after this aren't going to be the same. I can totally understand that. It's, it's, it's so sad seeing all those people come to celebrate something so happy and join together as a fan base and then something like this ruins it. I, ho- I hope that we see the Chiefs at the hospitals spending time with their fans. Definitely. That were there for them. Okay. Um, Moving on to Jason Kelsey. Yeah, Jason Kelsey. A national treasure. A national treasure. Um, they spoke a lot on this week's episode of New Heights about Taylor and the Super Bowl and, you know, everything that happened from the chugging to all the celebrities that came into the suite that even Jason felt that he had to leave at one point because it was so full. Yeah. He said that basically every celebrity that was there just wanted to go and see Taylor. Shaq. Yeah. And that there were so many celebrities coming over to the suite that like Jason Kelsey had met so like Keegan Michael Key, he met Shaq. Paul McCartney. <laughs> Paul McCartney. <laughs> a quarter of the Beatles. Yeah. That's oh, like you're right, a quarter. Yeah. There's only no. half left, but <laughs> so now he they met really half the Beatles. <laughs> That's right, right? That's right. Okay, um, this, this but it's interesting because because Jason really the first time he met Taylor was at the Buffalo Bills game, and all they did was really kind of Jason saw an outside perspective on everything going on, and he had what what Travis had talked about, but he really hadn't seen it firsthand for himself. No, he really understood what Taylor's gone through all these years. The overwhelmingness yes, of it all is what he touched on exactly. But Travis does say like she's dealt with it for so long, she knows how to handle it. Bro. Yeah, she is a pro. I love that Travis said that that wasn't her first time chugging. So it kind of seems like they, like, really have a good time together. Like, they're drinking around. Oh, I kind of took it a different way. Oh. I I thought that, like, that was his first time seeing it. And he was like, oh, that's clearly not something she's done before. That's clearly. No, that's sorry. I, I stumbled over my words. I thought he was looking and saying, oh, she's done that before. No, they've been to after parties after the Chiefs game win countless times. They've been to countless parties spotted out in Kansas City. Okay, we can but, have differing opinions. Right, but I'm just telling you you're wrong. Oh, I see. Yeah. Only like, only you're allowed to be right. Only your opinion is right. Oh, that's not it at all. <laughs> I don't think so. Not according <laughs> to people online. Not according to people online. I'm just saying she's clearly taken shots and chugged a beer in front of him before. Okay. Am I wrong? Well, I, I took it a different way. Oh, we're talking about it and coming to a conclusion that I'm always right. <laughs> Again, not according <laughs> to them. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. But um, Jason also went on to Shaq's podcast uh-huh. and he was talking about how Travis had to move houses. Oh, no, no, no. Tra- uh, oh, sorry. Sorry. Jason went on to Shaq's podcast and talked about how he was overwhelmed. Yes. Um, on the New Heights podcast, uh, they addressed the fact that Travis's move at the start of the relationship from a home mm-hmm. that wasn't gated to a $6 million home in a gated community was because there were people camping out the house constantly. It was... Uh, Do you think Swifties? Or Paps? I think both. Yeah. I think people were hoping to get a chance to see Taylor, a chance to see Travis, and paparazzi camped out and following them everywhere they go had a big impact for sure. Yeah, so they're basically saying, yes, this was the reason for the move. Yes. But everyone loves an upgrade. Oh, yeah. Gated community. Hello. Would love that. Love it. And, like, it's better for Taylor anyway to be in a gated community that was not He was safe. preparing. Yeah. 
yeah. And maybe he would have done it either way, but he's saying that was the sole reason. Yeah. Which, good for him, taking care of his girl like that. I love that. I don't want you to be in an unsafe environment. Will I drop six million for you? Yeah. If I had it, for sure. I want to come home to daddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. All right, good. Let's get into our spotted. Spotted. Yes, Taylor is down under. She's in Australia. You didn't think she would. She, you thought she was going to go on Friday. She's got lots to set up. Apparently, she's very responsible. It's a long flight. Long flight. She didn't spend Valentine's Day with Daddy Trav. Valentine's Day is big here. Yeah. It's, you didn't, wasn't something in Australia? I mean, it is, but it's just more capitalism. Like, it's just more spending money on. That's what we view it, it here, but, but yeah. go along with it. Like, the amount of gifts that got sent here, I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> At my old work, maybe like one, two. Ah. No. Anyway, um, I didn't get any. I kind of love that fans were like standing, waiting for her flight to land. Yes. With signs, oh. perhaps were there. There were there were some security guards I saw as well. I, lots of fans camped out to see her flight land. I'd camp out to see her flight land. Of course you would. I'm I have no lie. doubt. Would you? No. Okay. Well, that's the difference between the two of us. That doesn't make me any less of a Swifty. I just wouldn't wait to watch her jet land. Why not? That's a very iconic moment in history. Yeah. If I was seeing her for sure, then I would. So explain to me what you have here. Yes. Oh, my God. This is really a cute. A Vegemite billboard? Yes. So there's a... Billboard currently up of Vegemite, our iconic spread, and it has... It's disgusting. I've tried Vegemite. It's disgusting. Again, we can have differing opinions. That is an insult to Australians. But there are some Australians who actually don't like it. I love it. It's my breakfast. Uh, Australians offend Americans at every move. They're like, oh, America sucks. America sucks. I mean, it does suck. <laughs> I think there are a lot of positives here. A lot of negatives, but a lot of positives. Okay, sorry. Move on. Sorry, that's not... I'm going to get rid of that. Um, yeah, the Vegemite billboard, it is a big, um, I'm just going to get it up here. Sorry, wild. So yeah, it's a big billboard and it says from one icon to another, welcome to Australia. And the Vegemite jar has a friendship bracelet with Taylor on it. Oh, that's cute. It's really cute. Can you explain uh, to American Swifties? And me, mm -hmm. why Australians enjoy Vegemite? We grew up on it. I'm sure there are things that you guys have grown up with that we're like, whoa. Do you gross. put it on butter or on bread? On bread, on toast, on crackers, on crumpets, bagels. And it's delicious. Mm -hmm. I have it with avocado. Ew. Sorry. Like, Yum. I'll bring it in. You can try it. I'd like to try you can it. Try it on the podcast. Oh, we'll have a taste test next week. Yeah, and you can bring me something that's American. Oh, I like it. Yes. Good. Um, heading into fun fact. Yes, this is my favorite fun fact so far, actually. Yes, also Australian based. Mm -hmm. Sorry, a Brisbane high school. So Brisbane is a city in Australia. A Brisbane high school is rescheduling their year 12 exams around Taylor Swift to accommodate those students who are traveling interstate for her sold out show. So she's not going to Brisbane. She's only going to Sydney and Melbourne. That is so incredibly thoughtful. So thoughtful. And I liked that. I saw a tweet that said, um, in high school, I was bullied for being a Taylor Swift fan, which I was. Yeah. Still am. So it's, yeah, so this school has, parents were asked to notify the school if they would be back in time at the beginning of the exam block. And they said no. 
No, they just ask parents to let them know where, if their kids are going to see Taylor Swift and when they'll be back so they, they can reschedule their exam. That's so thoughtful. So considerate. That's very considerate. Australia is alive with Taylor Swift right now. There is everything is Tell us. Like, like there's lights up on our Flinders Street station in Melbourne of Taylor saying like welcome Swifties. Welcoming in everyone who's been traveling. I just love how different countries are welcoming her with such open arms. It's really cute. There was a lot of backlash for them um, putting the 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 Junior Jewels shirt on the Jesus statue in Rio. I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> um, you were supposed to be heading over the the pond to see yes, Taylor. I was, and that leads us into we hear you. Our next segment. Yeah. So someone. Notice that I said that I wasn't going to be going home. And it was Jen Barclay. Thanks, Jen. She said, said that we're hilarious. Thanks, Jen. Shout out. Sorry, I don't know your name. So it's Mel. It's Christina. Um, she said, why can't you travel anywhere? Well, I can travel, <laughs> um, but I can't travel to Australia for my ticket for Taylor Swift. So, so you have a ticket to? I do have a ticket to the Sydney show, February 23rd. If anyone wants to buy it. Chuck me a message. Let me know. Sydney. Um, Sydney. <laughs> um, and I can't travel there because I just got this new job and I am going later this year to Australia for a wedding. So you can only travel there once? Well, I don't want to get into it, but you're not offered a lot of leave in America. So you chose a wedding over a Taylor Swift concert. Oh, my gosh. Whose wedding is it? It's a, 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 it was born at the same time. Long-time family friends have, like, actually have three weddings in the two weeks I'm going. I will tell you this. My sister graduated from college, mm -hmm. from Chico, and it was the same night as Taylor Swift's Reputation Stadium tour, and I'll let you guess which one I chose. Uh, Taylor Swift. No yeah, doubt. suck it, Ashley. But there's lots of other variables. Like, my husband works in Africa. His break comes over the break of the wedding. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I uh, am going to be going when she comes back here. That's the main thing. We'll see. Um, if you want a ticket to Australia, hit her up. Let me know. I need to sell it. But thank you for sticking with us on today's episode. Yes, thank you so much for listening. You can listen to wherever you get your podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Watch us on YouTube. We are a video podcast as well. Comment if you have questions for us. Follow, subscribe so you can never miss an episode. We love you guys. Thanks so much for watching and listening. And we will see you on Tuesday. Bye-bye.